Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far-off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. Last time on Roll Radio... Our adventuring party found the secret entrance to the mythical treasures of Hopshield Castle. With a healthy mix of awe and skepticism, they found the treasure. But things became curiouser and curiouser when they realized that the treasure room was a decoy. For the actual treasure was behind another secret door. Inside lay ancient and magical treasures from centuries past. A bejeweled shield, gleaming armor, an exquisitely shocking harp, and more gold than they've ever seen. But first they had to defeat the treasure's guardian, Tony the Tiger. Feline fun facts were given. Pillowcases were filled with coins. Two and two were put right back together. After a group effort, which included some aggressive petting, Tony was eliminated. The party contemplated just taking the loot and going back to town. But after Esmir gave the crew a pep talk about experience points and promising Jake lots of naps, they decided to continue exploring. With their confidence high, they dispensed with their usual stealthy approach and boldly taunted an unknown number of foes with pork rinds, butter, and their succulent human flesh. Oh boy. Well, how many orcs are around the corner? And what is a gift horse? And why would you even want to look in his mouth? Will Jake ever find a magic ear horn with runes on it? Will Esmir learn how to say bird's eyes, I mean bird eyes, bird, bird's eye view? Well, who knows? Let's find out in this episode of Scourge of the Sword Coast. All right. Before we start, uh, since it's Cliff's birthday, I would like to give Elric a birthday inspiration point. Yay! Yay. Okay. Happy birthday, Elric. I didn't get no inspiration point on my birthday. Yeah, I already have two. You don't have to. Oh, okay, I'll take three. <laughs> don't, don't complain. Just, Just take, take the it. damn inspiration, okay? Okay. You're gonna need it. We don't have a birthday cake for you, but maybe later we'll get you a... Or inspiration cake that you can chew on. We'll get you a little wart snack or something. A little wart snack. We'll put a candle (laughs) in a wart snack. Right. Esmir is going to practice her first song that she's going to play when she learns how to play the harp. (laughs) (laughs) And it's going to go something like this. Okay, guys, what do you think of this? Whizzle snacks, whizzle snacks. I love eating you. How's it sound? Twice. I think, 
I, I think, think I have. Oh no! Don't twang! <laughs> don't pluck a string! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you guys or Esmir laid a grease trap around the corner of this hallway, and then you guys proceeded to taunt whoever was on the other side. You don't know who's on the other side uh, because no one ever bothered to look. But as soon as you guys start taunting, you start to hear the grunts and voices of orcs. And you know that they are starting to make their way towards you. Roll initiative. Yeah, I think you thought this plan 18. through. I but did. They got a lot of backup. All right. I got a whopping seven. I rolled 18. Oh, please, please be good. Eight. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ray Ray and then Elric, you guys are first. All right. You uh, have seen this. Uh, th- you have started this this event. <laughs> and uh, let's just see what happens. Um, well, gee, I don't know what to do with him. I don't want to go into a trance and have him go around the corner. We're, we're waiting for them to come around the corner. Right. So... They're going to slip in my grease trap. There's nobody for... All I can really effectively do with the Raven during combat is just move him around behind the other guy to give me advantage. But there's no one to do that to yet. So essentially, he's going to do nothing. Okay. So, Esmir, you've put this uh, plan of yours into motion. Mm -hmm. Your Mm -hmm. trap is Mm -hmm. laid, and you know your mocking has attracted an unknown number of orcs. What are you going to do now? Okay. I am going to... Um, I'm just going to... I don't know. I think I'm just going to wait. Okay. I tell the team, be careful. You'll slip in the grease, even if you know it's there. So you have to be careful. Right on. All right. Cullen, Esmir's leaning up against the wall there, and she's waiting. And you hear commotion around the corner. What are you going to do? I'm going to... Well, I'm just dying of curiosity, so I step forward and look down this hallway. Okay. You peer around the corner into the barracks room, and you see an orc warrior, weapon drawn, cautiously moving in your direction. And then it sees you peer around the corner and lets out a growl. Alrighty then. I'm just going to, I'm just going to prepare the, um, the, I can't remember exactly what it's called, the defense, the defense action, the one where. Dodge. Dodge, yeah. Okay. Dodge. And I'm doing, I'm going to just look him back in the eye and be like, oh, is that an orc? (laughs) Might look like you might be ugly enough to be one, but it's kind of dark in here. Sure does smell (laughs) like orc. Nice. Jake, you see Cullen has stepped out into the open behind the uh, grease trap and have an exchange with an orc around the corner. Uh, there, what do you do? Okay. 15, 20. I'm going to move 20. I have a clear sight of him, right? Yep. I'm going to throw open my cloak and I'm going to shoot out my hip and say... <laughs> <laughs> and pull Don't out throw my, out your hip. And, shoot I'll, it I'll out. try not to. I'll try not to. And I'm gonna uh, <laughs> shoot it. Shoot a, a bolt at Orc Warrior Two. 
Hit the 15. So that does five, six points of damage. Nice. Oh. You pop out from around the corner and surprise the orc with a bolt right into its shoulder. So now what I would like to do is, so I move 20 feet. Can I fire and move back? Yes, you can. Okay. So five, 10 feet, I'm going to go back to here. Okay. <laughs> and I will he end my turn. Stepped over and went, blam, and then just stepped right back. All right. And this guy is going to run up. He's going to go, well, who you calling ugly? And he's going to run towards you, Cullen, while he's pulling out a javelin. And he chucks the javelin at you. Boy, it has to be at disadvantage, correct? Yes. That's how dodge works. And he chucks the javelin at you and misses with a 12. I spin out of the way. <laughs> you need more target practice, my ugly friend. Then <laughs> <laughs> that orc uh, lets out a loud call. And you all hear other orcs down the hall, past the barracks room, respond with their own calls. And now it is Asilius's turn. Gonna have a Silius fly over here. Okay. So Asilius leaps from your shoulder and flies around the corner into the barracks. And as he flies past the orc, the orc will take an opportunity attack. Uh So he swings his great axe as AC flies by. And he hits with a 13. Ooh. I had a bad feeling that was going to happen. And Asilius, poof, feathers go flying everywhere. And Asilius is gone. You need to have a Asilius conversation with that bird. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that he, he was going to do that because he was flying over him. But All right, Ray Ray's up and then Elric. He's going to try the same thing. No, he's going to die, too. Well, that's okay. It's just a magical construct. Yeah, but he doesn't have to die right away. I mean, you can use him later. So that's that's what Ray Ray's going to do. He's going to fly to that side of that orc. Okay. <laughs> Ray Ray follows AC's lead, and this orc is like, what? What's with all these damn birds? <laughs> he only gets one opportunity attack? Uh, yes. So oh, everyone five, only gets one opportunity. 10, one reaction 16, per turn. Twenty. I run up twenty-five feet, so I am here, and I'm going to target him, and I'm going to shoot a chromatic orb at him. Ooh, the chromatic orb. Is it going to be fire? Is it going to be fire damage? Ooh. That's it. Oh, uh, you missed. That takes up a spell slot. <laughs> It was a fireball, too. We're going to have to work on that spell, kid. We'll work on it next time. We take a long rest, which will be like in an hour. I'll stick with light. light. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Jake's getting excited. (laughs) Someone say long rest. (laughs) Okay, Esmir. Esmir, get in there. Is it my turn? Yes. Can I, if I step in here and shoot a firebolt, can I, I can move back, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, Orc Warrior 2, how you like, how you like us now, buddy? Oh. Ah, oh, yes. 
I've come to rely on your ability to shoot people with magical bursts of energy. <laughs> oh, nice. Five points of damage. Oochie, oochie. He's heavy. Okay, see you later. And I go here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, call it smart. Jake and Esme are taking pot shots at this orc in front of you, and then they're ducking back around the corner. Um, and Elric has joined you there at the edge of the grease trap. Uh, what are you going to do? It's your turn. Hey, can I pick up his javelin and try and chuck it at him? Um, sure. Just target him with your hand axe. Ah, crap. Oh, Missed. Does it break? <laughs> I don't want him to pick it up. <laughs> we're throwing this, we're trading this javelin. I look at I look at Cullen and I roll my eyes and say, "You gave it back to him." <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just silly. Well, he dropped it. I'm just trying to be polite. <laughs> All right, He's Jake. Keep it fair. Cullen is uh, playing hot javelin uh, with the orc there while you're taking cover around the corner. What are you going to do now? Five ten. I'm going to move right over here next to the big slab of buttered popcorn on the floor. <laughs> And I'm going to actually save my spell slots, and I'm going to try to shoot him again with another crossbow bolt. Remember me, Orc Warrior 2. <laughs> and I miss. So <laughs> We're not that much for clear. ranged weapons. Please, come closer. <laughs> Please, come on. Okay, are you, are you going to move anymore? Uh, hang on. I want to um, cast my spiritual weapon, and so when I cast my spiritual weapon, um, I'm going to whisper to Agma. I'm just going to close my eyes really quick, and I'm going to whisper to Agma and say, Oh, great lord of knowledge, oh, great lord of truth, deliver us from ignorance and great balls of goof. <laughs> and I'm going to send wow. my my book of Ogma at his head Ooh, and I hit nice 20 blessed be the book of Atma. doing 8 points of damage putting him into critical ow I can see that my influence has affected your your prayer writing <laughs> no just your they're much your more interesting quill. now thank you very <laughs> nice. much by the way and then you guys see another orc enter the room and run up to join the first orc. And as he barrels forward, he sees this raven flying around and it takes a swing at Ray Ray and hits with a 14 and, and foosh, it poofs away, leaving black feathers around this uh, surprised and sad orc. Oh, where'd it go? And then the first orc uh, has had enough of this rain stuff and charges forward towards Jake. Sweet. So it goes running into the grease trap and has to make a dexterity save of 14. And it fails by one point, almost. Oh, so it's running at Jake all tough, and then it starts slipping (laughs) in the grease, its feet flailing, and then it falls on the ground. Nice. (laughs) And it gets within within 10 feet of me. Ah, okay. Oh, Uh, oh, that's unfortunate. The thing you remember. Okay. 
so I still have them targeted. I gave him the special sauce. You got to give him the lettuce cheese, baby. So what, happened? So, what, so what happened? Did he fall? He fell, yep. So I'm going to try to stick him. So I just roll uh, glaive. And with advantage. Okay, well, I hit him. But you might get a 20. All right, I'll roll it again. No. Okay. The second one would have missed him. So I, but I hit him. You hit him. Okay, so the damage. Eight. Nice. Oh, you killed him. Good work. 11 points. I just stick him right in the throat and twist it around. <laughs> orc kebabs. Come and get your kebabs. <laughs> With butter. As you guys are laughing at this, uh, this greased orc, you hear running footsteps approaching from behind you. Oh, crap, diddles. They have some other way of getting And as you turn to look, an angry orc is right on Esmir, bringing down his great axe and rolls a natural one. (laughs) Serves you right for sneaking up on people. He was running so fast he forgot to slow down. Wheezy, Wheezy, why aren't you paying attention, buddy? That's all right, you can give me advantage. He rolls on the critical fumble? Yeah, let's roll on the critical fumble table. And we roll a 16. Slipped in the heat of combat. Make a DC 15 dexterity save or fall prone. Okay. And he rolls a 16. He makes it. He regains his balance. All right. Elric, your party is being flanked. And Azimir almost took a great axe to her skull. What are you going to do? All right. I'm going to shoot a firebolt at Orc Warrior 5. 19 hits. 19 hits. And damage. Boom. Oh, six points. Nice. Okay. And that's, uh, I'm not going to move. I'm going to stay where I'm at. Esmir, an orc has appeared behind you. Oh, I know. I smelled something gross. (laughs) Oh, did you slip? Dumb, dumb. He didn't even need the (laughs) grease. (laughs) I am going to, I'm going to cast another grease spell. Right, and on the other side. Okay, you can do that. It's not a concentration spell. Okay. How long does it take to make it? Instantaneous. Oh. Zippity zap, kids. Zippity zap. Pull out that pork rind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you like the special sauce, little buddy? So I'm going to cast another one, and I'm going to put it in the right on the other side of me here. And he's gonna have to roll. Okay, poor guy. He almost slipped trying to hit you. You gained his balance, and then all of a sudden, his feet start sliding around in the grease. And he rolls a thirteen and fails. Ooh. Couldn't keep it together. <laughs> nice. Does that mean she can move without penalty? Yes. Please. Helsmeralda, get behind me. Thanks, kid. You're about to one. I greased them up for us. All right, Cullen. <laughs> Esmir has placed a second grease trap. You are flanked by grease and greasy orcs. What do you do? Well, this guy's within range, so Wheezy's giving me advantage. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. It all worked out. Wheezy's over there slipping in the grease. I am? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're very dexterous. You're a tiny woodland creature. 
Vicious battle axe. Nice, you hit. Thanks, Wheezy. So, ba-bam, 10 points Ouch. of damage. Moderately hurt. Nice. Long sword. Hit. 22. Misty slash. Oh, Seven man. points of damage. Critical. Nice. I want him dead. Right on. All right, I'll bide my time. Jake, your party is huddled in the corner of this hallway with grease puddling up on both sides while Eric hacks away at a helpless orc who just slipped in one of the traps. Eric, who's this Eric person? <laughs> and I say, and I say, mind your butter. You mean Special watch your butt? Or... Nobody knows what's in it. Nobody. Get the butt. And I'm going to shoot another crossbow bolt at Orc Warrior 5. I hit with 17. All right. And I'm going to drop my 1d8 plus 1 piercing on him, which does, ooh, yeah, 8 points of damage. Oh, nice. Almost maximum. Then I'm going to, with my bonus action, bring around the Book of Agma. And ooh, we're gonna going to use a plus soon, I think. Slam it on him again, you'll see. Take that. And I hit with a 20. Ouch. And that does... Oh, oh yeah! Ooh. 11 points and... <laughs> Kills him with the Book of Agma. That'll yeah. teach you. Literally teach you, you see. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Nice. All right. Do I see anything down this hallway? You do not. But you do see Orc 4 stand back up his ass wet from grease, and he looks pissed as he swings his great axe at your head. And it hits with an unnatural 20 doing eight points of damage. I'm gonna parry. Okay, gonna do a little parry on that eight points. Not much. Well, you cut it in half from eight to four. All right. (laughs) <laughs> Weasel's over there slipping around in the butter. <laughs> Come, buddy. You're fine. Squeak, squeak, squeak. I love it. How often does he have to um, see if he slips? Just the one time? No. Because he ends his turn, right? It ends his turn, yeah. A creature that ends, that enters the area or end its turn there must Ooh, also Thanks succeed. for reminding me. It is going to exit the grease trap and move over here by Elric. Wait. He's exiting the grease. It doesn't say when you exit, only when you enter or uh, end your turn there. So, ha. All right, Elric. A greasy, (laughs) ugly orc has made it uh, way out of the trap and closer to your party. What are you going to do? Okay, well, what I was going to do is I was going to stand up. I was going to move forward one diagonally. And just, just glaive him. Glaive and then bonus butt. All right, so I've got him targeted, so glaive. 15 hit. hits. Demage. Seven points of damage. Nice. It is now in critical condition. Okay, so the bonus, the butt of my glaive. That's this. All right, Esmir. You've uh, retreated into the corner there, and the boys have created a like a human wall in front of you, protecting you. But an orc <laughs> has made it through your traps, and it looks bad. It looks all greasy and very, very bloody. What are you going to do? 
I'm going to... Okay, Wheezy's going to come up behind him and with advantage. <laughs> you like greasy orcs, don't you? <laughs> I sure do. So Wheezy's going to come up to him and bite him right in the nads. Little greasy orc at nads. Hey, that's Badger's shtick. Yeah, but, you know. Hit. Unnatural 20. 20. Sweet. And Wheezy only does one point of damage. And that's, and the orc only had one hit point left. <laughs> Sweet. Nice. Careful, don't let him fall on top of you when he dies. <laughs> so the orc gets a little bite in the in the nads, and it's like, oh, and then he just keels over. <laughs> so I want to bend down, and I want to give uh, little weasel a scratch under the chin and say, good work, boy, good work. Are there still foes? We're still on initiative, Esmir. You're gonna do any- that was your bonus action. Do you want to do anything else with your regular action or move? I am going to say, man, orcs are stupid, like really loud, but they are fun to kill. Hi, <laughs> tis true. Nothing I love better than sticking a sword in an orc's ear and seeing it come out the other side. Hi, <laughs> right, Cullen, you're up. This is interesting little strategy here in the corner with the grease traps. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like working at McDonald's. Cool. I'm telling it's you. It's taunting cool. people to come forward. I, I gotta know where that damn orc came from because if there's no way down from above, then he must have been in one of these rooms that we, where we couldn't see him. Well, it's not like not like you guys checked him or anything. No. no, it was dark over no. there. No, why would I do that? So I'm going to... Hey, we're doing just fine without checking the rooms. <laughs> jump over this 10-foot area so I don't slip in it. Well, what's your strength score? My strength is 18. You make a long jump, you cover a number, Pete, up to your strength score if you move at least 10 feet immediately. So as long as you run, get a running start, you can jump your strength score. So, so you can... if I start here... I can jump yeah. to here? Yeah. You could jump almost twice that. So you're fine. Oh, really? Yeah, 18. Your strength score is 18. So that's 18 so feet. So almost twice. So 15 would be like that's here. That's a heck of a long jump. That is. With, without, a, with a running start. Without yeah. any, um, what do you call it? I mean, just under any athletics yeah, yeah. check. No, I just remember the long jump in high school. I don't remember anyone. Jumping yeah. <laughs> with a backpack full of copper coins yeah. <laughs> and three urns strapped to his back <laughs> in chain mail. So, um, do I still have some movement left? I can probably go another 15 feet, right? It's still your movement. Even if you jumped it, it's still part of your movement. Okay. You went 25 feet so far. Oh, well, then I'll move to here. Okay, so you guys watch as Cullen runs and leaps over the grease trap and then turns and heads down the southern hallway. Cullen, you hold out the light die and peer down the hallway and into darkness. Jake, Cullen just went solo and is uh, checking for more orcs from the way you guys came. What are you going to do? So if we were to walk into those squares, we also have to take... Yeah, you'd have to do a dexterity check. 
Okay. What's your strength? Maybe you can jump it. You could make it. Your strength is 14. If you did a running jump, you could make it over that. Right. I'm thinking that I'm going to stay put where I'm at. Uh, But what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy, and I'm going to make my voice boom three times as loud as normal for one minute. And I'm going to say, Any other orcs down there that would like to learn a little bit bit about Agma's word, please step forward. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You quickly hear a response. And then from around the corner, on the other side of the barracks, emerges an orc. And it's running right at you full speed, and as it's running, it throws a javelin at you, (laughs) and misses. It just snarls at you. I duck and I say, I'm here to teach you, dumb one. Yeah. Elric, you watch as this orc hurls a javelin past you and Jake. What do you do? I'm going to shoot a firebolt at him. Hit. You hit. Damage, eight points of damage, moderate. Nice. And that's really it. I and mean, I'm just gonna keep chucking firebolts uh, as long, you know, or, or, unless I change my mind and shoot a chromatic orb. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm choosing firebolts. Nice. So, You're choosing magic. Esmir, you also see this orc appear, and then a javelin hit the wall uh, right above you. What do you do? I'm going to shoot a firebolt at him. Orc warrior number one. Oh, I missed. Ten misses. Shit. Cullen, you're uh, creeping down this dark hall when suddenly from behind you, you hear uh, Jake trying to convert orcs uh, to the (laughs) word of Ogma, and then the sound of firebolts being shot off behind you. What are you going to do? Well, I'm not content that I've seen yet where that orc came from. And uh, it certainly can't do me any harm if there's nothing down here. So 5, 10, 15, <laughs> me, thought that was yes. funny. There's only one other way to find out. So I go to the corner so and look into... If there's five orcs, things might be different. Well, I can still turn around and run the other way. I look into the room and see if Grizzle Snacks got any people in here or whatever his name was. Orc Snack. Grizzly Snacks. Orc Snack? Orc, orc Snacks. Grizzle orc snack. I like Grizzle Snack better. <laughs> I think those are the things that Esmir keeps in her hair. They're Whizzle Snacks. Snack. Well, you never know when you might want a whistle snack. All right. So, uh, Cullen, you peer around the corner into Wart Snack's throne room, and you only see his nasty skull thrown there, uh, sitting empty in the darkness. Right. So while I move my 30 feet of movement, I guess that's as far as I can go, unless I can dash back. Can you I go can, another 30 you feet? Can dash, yes. If that's my action. Dashing through the hall, looking for an orc. <laughs> Going to stab, stab, stab that orc until he falls dead. Stab that orc, stab that orc. Jake, out of the corner of your eye, you see Cullen running back up the hallway to join the party, uh, singing some happy tune. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the other hallway, an orc just tossed a javelin at you, and it's your turn. Right, right. 
so my spiritual weapon lasts for one minute, I believe. Correct. It does. So is it still floating out there? Yep. You have five so minutes left. Five, five, minutes. Oh, five rounds left. Sorry. Five, five rounds. rounds left. Sweet. Okay. So the first thing I'm going to do is I listen, I invited you over here to teach you something. So I'm going to shoot you with my crossbow so you would sit down. And I hit him with an 18. Nice. And that does seven points of damage, putting him into heavy. The orc says, I don't get that analogy. (laughs) I'm going to um, motion with my finger to come towards me as I pull the Book of Ogma around to smash him on his noggin. Here, this is what I wanted to show you. (laughs) Oh, and I miss, and it just hits the wall. It just hits the wall. (laughs) Darn. Okay, I would like to use uh, my inspiration point. All right. And cast my um, spiritual weapon, attempt my spiritual weapon one more time by smashing Orc Warrior 1 on the noggin with the book. And this time I hit nice. with a 13. Nice. Your book was inspired. 13. Inspired. <laughs> and that does, yeah. Oh, wow. Maximum damage. Killed by a book. 12 That's points. how much you suck. <laughs> nice. Exceeds Can by five. Can you read now, buddy? Can you read now? Spirits of weapons are the best. <laughs> They smack him on the snoot. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, you guys watch as Jake preaches the word of Agma so hard uh, that it kills the charging orc. And the orc, uh, still moving forward, falls to the ground and slides right up to the edge of the grease trap, then lays there still. And so is the rest of the dungeon. It's quiet. And Elric, it's your turn. I am just going to wait. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm going to stand right there. Take the dodge action. Take the dodge action. Dodge, basically. Take if the you dodge nothing, charger. You say that you're going to dodge. So if something does happen, they have disadvantage on you. Oh. All right. I'll take. Sounds like a car. Take the dodge action. Exactly. <laughs> take it okay. for a spin. Cullen, you're running back up the hallway to your party. What do you do? I'm going to do what I did before, but in reverse. I'm going to jump over the oil and move to here. Okay. And I will wow. take the dodge action. This is hilarious. This whole grease corner. What do we got? <laughs> There's got to be a maneuver name for this. The Grecian Delight. <laughs> Grand Grease. <laughs> His Grand the Grecian Platter. Grand Grease. The side of hummus. Grand Grecian Delight. With the side of whoop ass. Every time somebody jumps over, you go, Oppa! Oppa, hey! (laughs) All right, so you guys are all in this corner with the grease traps flanking you. Dead orcs lay at your feet. Your eyes dart back and forth between the two hallways, waiting for more orcs to appear. But after a moment, nothing stirs. All is quiet. Shouldn't we listen and make sure that we truly are alone now? I think we're alone now. Um, doesn't seem to be any orcs around. Oh my god, that's like, really? 
bad. I wish I never saw Like, that. really? Oh, my God. You wait a little longer, looking and listening, and the only thing you hear is the flicker of the torches and the crackling of the fire in the barracks room. Okay. I'm going to cautiously move forward with the dice exposed. And then I proceed uh, down into the room and stop at the corner and, I and use my perception to determine whether or not I hear anything coming at me out of the gloom. If there was anything I was supposed to perceive, I probably didn't because that was a shitty roll of seven. Okay, so you quietly make your way through the barracks room and past the crackling fireplace. Uh, You get to the end and see that the hallway continuing to the east, to the tower there, is lit with torches uh, along down it. And the hall that heads south back to the Grick Tunnels is dark. The trapdoor room. So this is my concern, is that um, they've reoccupied these areas, cleaned out the dead people, built back up the fire. We could be walking past hallways that down those hallways are more, we could get over to the tower and then find that we are being surrounded from behind. Well, I want to go up. The only way that you know of going uh, up is the trap door in the tower basement. The tower room or the tower basement, that was the one in the northeast corner, right? Where that square is? Yes. Okay. Square. So I think square. that we should make our way over there and try to sneak our way up. What do you guys think? Well, I think um, I only have my concern is that they are that they have reoccupied these rooms down these hallways. But uh, well, we need to go. We need to move cautiously, but we need to move. It's D and D. Let's get in there. Okay. So marching order. Who's going first? Where are we going? You're the headlight. Or the bottom. Underneath what we perceive to be the tower where the trap door was. Okay. Where Esmeralda levitated the Uruk. And uh, we played Orc Pinata. So so that was awesome. So um, you're saying it's pretty lit up in here because of the fire? Yes, this section and the hallway leading uh, to the tower is lit with torches on the wall. Gotcha. So they must have relit it, the guys that we killed. Okay. Come on, guys. Come on! I was Come going that way. I don't see anyone down there. Where are we going? No muddling over here. We're going down this hall, and we're going to... We're going to go below what we believe is the tower. There's a ladder that goes up to a trap door. Mm. Do we hear anything over here coming from this area? You do not. Okay. All right, old man, go ahead. Esmia. Jeez. What do you see? Okay, so you guys creep down the eastern hall till it ends, and there is the door that leads to the tower basement. It is closed. Okay, I'm going to listen in. You don't hear anything, but you uh, find that the door is locked. Oh, that's right. Let me break it. I'm going to get out my lock-picking tools, you see. (laughs) Do you have to burn a spell slot to do that? No, of course not. 
Well, as long as you don't have to burn a spell slot. Because I can just break it. No. That'll make too much noise. Plus, we like to watch Jake feel so good about himself. (laughs) Oh, Lord Agma, grant me the knowledge of the ages. And uh, with that channel divinity, I'm going to tap into the divine well of knowledge, you'll say. And I'm going to pull out my thieves tools and give myself, for 10 minutes, proficiency with my thieves tools. You don't, you know, Jake loses his keys a lot. That's why he learned how to do this. Okay. <laughs> so I have proficiency. Damn it, where um, are my keys? Oh, fiddle faddle, where are my keys? I will just channel Agma. I'm going to guide myself and ask Agma for some help as well. I got a 12 plus a 3 plus a 3 is 18. All right, you hear the satisfying click as you unlock the door. All right. Cool. Thank you, Agma. Agma, yeah. But not Jake, he's just a conduit. Uh, I'm sorry? (laughs) Conduit. The next time, the next time I pull out my little vial full of holy water, trust me, you get no splashings, you see. I (laughs) never fail to thank Agma for the blessing. Better thank your conduit and keep him alive or Agma doesn't come to you. (laughs) So, okay, so the door's open. We peek inside. Esmia, peek inside with your big eyeball. Okay, okay. Scooch over. Did you put all your stuff away? Yes. Get done doing your tricks. Suitcase. <laughs> tricks. Don't lose those. Folded prayer. Alright, so I'm gonna peek in there stealthily with my one eyeball. You peek in and find the room dark and empty. Alright, is is this a, there's a well in here, right? There's a ladder. No. It's a ladder. Okay, because I don't look in wells anymore. But it's dark, right? <laughs> Is that room lit now? I I don't look in wells anymore. What do I see? In the center is the support pillar with a a bloody rope around it, and the ladder in the northwest corner that leads up to the tower. Oh, this room, okay. Okay, so maybe I'll go up the ladder. Maybe, yeah. Maybe this time, <laughs> stealth person wins. Okay, no arguments I'm gonna, here. I'm going to roll my athletics to go up these steps. You only have to roll if you're trying to come down really quick. <laughs> so I'll stealthily go up to the top, and I'll ever so slightly <laughs> lift the door up. Why don't you listen first? What do you hear? Yeah, I'll listen first, yes. If I hear any floorboards cracking or anything like that. Or any orcs talking really loud, because you know they talk loud, right? Esmir, you climb up the ladder, and you get to the top, and you put your ear up against the trap door. You listen for a moment, and you don't hear anything. Okay. I smell a trap. I don't like this at all. I um, smell a trap door. I got a bad feeling about this. So I'm going to push on the door a little bit and see if it lifts up a little bit. It does lift up. Okay. Can I peek my eyeball up? You <laughs> peek through the crack and you see again the main floor of this circular tower. You see the central pillar that's supporting the massive oak beams that support the second floor above. 
Uh, you also see a wooden staircase that wraps along the tower wall. Uh, to the south, you see a set of double doors that lead outside. They're closed, uh, but you notice uh, in, the, in the cracks under the door, sunlight. And I can see in the round room, and I can see the doorway, but it's closed. They are closed. Okay. So I'm going to say, okay, guys, it looks like the round. there's a round room up here. It's empty. And then I can round see room, some light coming in from the closed door. Do you guys say we go up? Round okay. room. Round room. Okie dokie. What's the climbing order? I'll go up first. Okay. I will be last. Okay. Uh, Colin, you want to, I mean, uh, Elric, you want to go I'll, in front of me? Second? Yes. Yes, I'll okay. second. Okay. Okay. As you come out, Esmir, you can now see that the wooden staircase leads up to the second floor. And you see there is no door or trap door. It just goes uh, right up into the second floor. So Okay, so... So it's open up there. I'm going to... I'm going to wait. Guys, just wait. I'm going to tell them to wait at the top of the steps. I'm going to climb up these stairs and see what's at the top. Still wait a minute. Wait. Do you want us to wait at the ladder or go into the round room? Wait at the top of the ladder. Single file. Single file. I have the trap door open. And they're all climbing up the ladder, but I'm gonna tell them to wait instead of them all coming in the room and squeaking and clanking. I'm gonna go up as up here and I'm peek up there okay. stealthily. Okay. They say shush. Hold on a second. Get out there already. Okay. Okay. Uh, so roll, roll your stealth. Your stealth. Roll 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 your stealth. Shh. Shush. Ooh. Oh, that's bad. Oh, I'm, that's I'm bad. gonna use my inspiration point to re-roll that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a good call. That's <laughs> a very good call. How about that, DM eighteen? All right, that's better. So, you rolled an eighteen on your stealth as you make your way up the wooden stairs, and they wrap around the curvature of this tower and um, they go up about 30 feet. So this is a very high uh, ceilinged room. And you make your way up and you creep up into the second floor. The smell of strong, bitter dwarven beer uh, fills your nose as you peek over the floorboards and you see that this chamber, this upper chamber, has a conical ceiling created by the pointy tower roof and you see six windows around this tower room. All of them are covered with heavy leather curtains. The early morning sunlight uh, barely gets through around these uh, curtain edges. In the room, you see a straw bed, a table and a chair and a small barrel, and a large wooden birdcage on a stand. And you see, standing at the birdcage, feeding a raven, is an orc. Mm -hmm. It's dressed in a way that says um, it's more shaman than warrior. And its vestments are mostly dark red, 
uh, with various trinkets and bones dangling about, and it also wears a patch over its left eye. Mm. And his back is uh, mostly facing you as he as he feeds this raven. And that's all you can see in this chamber. Do can I see the guys, the whoever's at the hatch? No, they're down below underneath the underneath the staircase. Okay. So But you know what I'm going to do? I think I'm going to cast sleep on this guy and make him go nighty nights. Cuz then we could tie him up and interrogate his ass. We definitely need some more interrogation. We've been killing everything in our path. We know nothing. This guy seems like he knows something because he's got a patch and he's feeding a bird. Seems like a man of authority. (laughs) He's got his own private room, leather curtains and all. So to cast sleep at first level, you got to roll those five D8s. That's what we have set up down here, right? One, two, three, four, five. Okay. So I'm going to click off the spell slot. Okay, so you're at the top of the steps, peering over the edge of the floor there, and you cast your sleep spell. <sighs> A second later, you see him straighten up like uh, like he just noticed or heard something. But he doesn't turn around, though. And you hear it say, Hmm. A sleep spell? You'll have to do more than that. I know what you've been doing in our dungeon. Killed our pale chief. Stole our treasure. Why don't you come up and we talk? Come to an agreement. You know what, buddy? I think I'm going to phone a friend. (laughs) 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 I'm going to... (laughs) I am going to, can I dash down the stairs? Sure. And as I'm running down the stairs, I'm going to be like, guys, I need some help up here. There's some scary guy. I roll my eyes. <laughs> Who is up there? I've got that eye patch. <laughs> so you guys hear Esmir call out and begin running down the stairs. What do you do? So I'm going to come up into the room. And I'm going to follow behind him. Okay. Okay. Now I'm going to come over here to the stairs, and I'm going to say, Young lady, come with me. Introduce me to your friend. <laughs> okay, but follow. he's an orc with an eye patch. That's fine. He can only see one of us. All right. So you guys uh, head up the stairs and the smell of strong dwarven beer hits you. And you see what I described earlier, a conical chamber with six windows covered with leather curtains um, that block most of the morning sunlight. And in this dim light, you see an orc standing next to a large wooden cage that has a raven in it. The orc turns towards you, and you see that he is wearing an eye patch and is dressed Uh, like a shop, right? He then says, That's better. Enough sneaking and killing. Now that our pale chief is dead, I am leader of Fanged Moon Tribe. So we talk now. I don't know who your pale chief is. Well, to be fair, if I think... To be fair, if I think you're talking about the Warsnack, I have to say, 
he kind of shot first. Is that who that was? <laughs> Ward Snack was your chief? Yes, Ward Snack was our chief. Now I, chief. Now I ask you, you, uh, like the other adventurers seeking fabled treasure of castle? Yeah, that's it. That's the size of it. That's pretty got much it. it, yes. And apparently that's just a big hoax. We totally got gypped. Well, you've seen what Wartsnack did to the others who the, who sought this treasure. We I, sure I don't have. know that we have. Yes. <laughs> I think we have too. One was the elf you pulled out of our toilet. Oh. And the others were turned into the walking dead by Wartsnack. Oh, that's where the zombies came from. You know, that was something I was wondering. Where all the zombies came from? <laughs> that makes perfect sense, really. You're very helpful. The treasure you seek is just a story. Your quest was in vain. But you have taken our treasure. Perhaps it is enough for you to leave us. Go back to your pitiful lives while you still have them. How is it that you know these things? Well, because I went downstairs and saw that our treasure was gone. I... You're a friendly chap. So there is question I need to know answer to. Does anyone else know you're here? Well, I think we should ask you a couple of questions before we give you any answers. The first one, predominant in my mind, is why do you think he even should be in this castle to begin with, or even in this... Uh, the vicinity of, of uh, God-fearing uh, humans, uh. you terrible, ugly Uruk. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, we're here to do what orcs are meant to do. Think up the to place. rise up, <laughs> raid, kill, and conquer what is rightfully ours. Mm. Well, I can't argue with that. That is what you do. Okay, then. It was nice knowing you. <laughs> it was nice to meet you. Yes, that's what we do. We are orcs, after all. We breed, we multiply, we gather, and then we take. Are you doing this on your own volition? Or did someone put it, put you up to it? Say these devilish wizards. We have had some dealings with the red wizards. It was their idea for us to take this castle for our own. Aye, so it is the red, red wizards that put you up to this. Exactly. Or they're taking you for suckers. It is not the red <laughs> wizards who tell us what to do. It is our god who leads us down the path of our purpose and our destiny. It is the one-eyed god Groomsh who tells us what to do. Groomsh is half-blind. And you know what you do a lot of? You do a lot of the dying. Yes, because I was just going to say, we has dwindled down to pretty much you. <laughs> so, Grouch. I would like to know what your business is. is in Firehammer Hold. You sure we have plenty of goods here in this castle from Firehammer Hold. Well, we have raided trade caravans from all over the Delambeer Vale. We may have raided one or two from Firehammer Hold. Or not stupid, you know, buddy. 
what is your name? My name is Zezibul. Zezibul <laughs> says you do, says a lot of bull. He says a lot of bull. <laughs> so, what do we need with this guy? How can he see us? How can his master see us? Because Wartsnack said, my master can see you. And is this, are you Wartsnack's master? You mean the invisible being he talks to? The voice he hears in his head? I tried to understand this strange behavior, but could not. Unfortunate for Fanged Moon Clan, he was our strongest. You see, there are other orc tribes outside of Castle camped in the forest. The Gory Malls and the Jagged Sith. It was because of Wartsnack's strength that the Fanged Moon Clan has possession of the castle. But once we took castle, Wartsnack lose his mind. I know it was best to not question Wartsnack, so we left him in Dark Dungeon. Can I roll insight to see if he's lying? Sure. I roll a 14 plus 6, a 20. You get the feeling that he's not lying. Um, that he's genuinely disappointed in what uh, happened to Wartsnack. Why do you think he was going crazy? Hmm? I do not know such answers. The wizards that messed with his mind, I'd wager. So you just plan on living here the rest of your life, settling down, maybe starting a family? Do you not understand what I just told you? <laughs> we are here to gather, raid, kill, and conquer. And don't forget the multiplication. Okay. Well, yeah, that's a given. Gather, raid, kill, and what was the other one? Multiply. Conquer. Conquer. Gnomes are so quirky. Who are you conquering? And tasty. We taste like chicken, I hear. <laughs> Why are you guys raiding the countryside? Really? That's your question. You're asking orcs why they raid the countryside? <laughs> That's all you got? Who's your supervisor? <laughs> now, we did no, find we some other... Talk to your supervisor. <laughs> we found some other corpses in the cages down below. Were any of them uh, skilled craftsmen from Jolkin? He was from uh, uh, sorry, Daggerford. Daggerford. Oh, yeah, we are looking for some guy. Oh, now you're here looking for a guy. Yes, his name is Alvin Gisson. Oh, that guy. Yes, he was a strange one. He just walked into the castle without a care in the world. And look where that so got So naturally, him. we tortured him for days. And all he ever said or screamed was, What am I doing here? Or, how did I get here? Hmm. Hmm. I knew he was he, bewitched. He was bewitched, but he was bewitched for quite some time. Mm. All the way there. So, so someone bewitched him and had him come here for just no reason at all. Oh, and you know what? We we were, you know, the, uh, what's that guy's name? The Duke. I'll you know the Duke, the Duke over there? The Duke of Daggerford. That guy. 
he was like, he, he knew we were coming out here. We saw him at the bar, the pub. We were like having ales. He's like, oh yeah, you know, while you're out there, it's like, I'm missing this bloke thing. Do you know what the hell that thing is? I've never heard of such a thing. What did you get off of, what did you take off from Alvin Gisson, lying? by the way? What did Alvin Gisson have on him? Mark. You can roll insight. And I mentioned the bloke. Insight. You can roll insight. Fifteen. It really seems like he has no idea what you're talking about. What is this guy even? Did you find anything on Alvin Gisson when you were torturing him? It was strange. He had no gear or valuables on him. Not even a weapon. Just a worthless quartz brick of some sort. What happened to it? Hmm. What did you do with the worthless brick? Wartsnack found it interesting. He kept it. Probably in his throne room. So let me ask you this, Sherlock. Did Wurtsnack start getting a little funky after he met up with Alvin Gisson? After he tortured Alvin Gisson? Oh no, he was funky before that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to look over at my my fellow companions, and I'm going to say, what is it that we want with Sezibul? <laughs> to see his blood. To see his blood. Hey, that's one book. So I have to ask. Surely it didn't just. Uh, you don't. You don't uh, think. Uh, you know. You're, you're gonna. I'm assuming you're not gonna just let us walk out of here. Well, the thought had crossed my mind. But you did kill our chief and steal our treasure. What kind of surprises do you have in store for us? <laughs> you watch as he pulls out a whistle. Oh no. He grins at you and says, this one. Oh no, wait a minute. And then he blows the whistle. Roll initiative. (laughs) And so, after a surprisingly easy interrogation with the new leader of the Fanged Moon Clan, we leave our heroes wondering what kind of surprises Sezibul has in store for them. Will the Orc Shaman wait a minute? Will Jake throw out his hip? What are Whizzle Snacks and what do they taste like? And what is the special sauce and the lettuce cheese? Are they ordering food or fighting? Who knows? Tune in next time to find out on Roll Radio. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Roll Radio. Alright, so our party has finally made it to the surface of these castle ruins, and there they learned a little more about what's happening here, what's happening in the Delamvir Vale, right? What is happening with this scourge of the Sword Coast? Just a little bit. Now, if you want to learn more, please follow us on Facebook and on Twitter at Real Roll Radio. And of course, check out RollRadio.com. There you can learn a little bit about us, right? The Roll Radio crew. And you can read Jake's journals. And there you're going to get a great read and you can get a new angle on the adventure through the writings of Jake to his Lord Akma. They're awesome. Check them out. 
All right, you can also find links there. You can find a link to Sirenscape and you can see where I get all this amazing music and sound effects and you can see how you can bring your game to life. And there's also a link to Wizards of the Coast who of course have brought us this amazing game and this fun adventure. All right, thanks again for listening everybody and tune in next time to see who answers Sezibel's whistle.